everyone. This is Dr. Alex Avila with Love University, and we're back. I'm an author, psychologist, and speaker. Every week, we talk about how to love ourselves, others, and higher nature, how to improve our finances, careers, relationships, and spirituality. And today, we have a very fascinating topic that I think will be very useful for everyone listening today. It is called Unleash Your Intuitive Genius and Make Your Dreams Come True. Intuition is known as a sense of knowing without knowing how you know, kind of a gut instinct. Or as Malcolm Gladwell talks about in his book, Blink, it's a sudden flash of insight. Intuition can help us thrive and give us the ability to do an immediate, appropriate action without really thinking about it. Stephen Jobs, one of our greatest innovators with Apple, said that intuition is more powerful than intellect. Einstein said that the intuitive mind is a sacred gift. We have many examples of inventors, scientists, artists that come up with amazing ideas when they're least thinking about it, especially in their dreams. One of the great chemists and scientists, Mendeleev, wanted to organize the chemical elements. He spent many months writing them on a card, but he couldn't come up with the right design. Finally, he fell asleep on his desk. He woke up and he saw a logical arrangement, and he created the periodic table. One of our great mathematicians, Ramanujan from India, had almost no formal training in mathematics. He was rejected by other mathematicians, yet he came up with nearly 4,000 proofs and theorems. And many times he did it through the intuitive mind. He talks about one time when, while asleep, I saw a red screen formed by flowing blood. Suddenly, a hand began to write on the screen. When I woke up, I committed the ideas to writing. An equation for me has no meaning unless it is expressed as a thought of God. In the everyday world, many experts and professionals use their intuition. Chess players who are masters are able to use their intuition to think many moves ahead. Dentists, doctors use their intuition. 85% of CEOs say that intuition is central to their decision-making. Also, research shows that intuition can be highly efficient. The term thin slicing refers to coming up with a sound judgment based on a small amount of information. In one study, they had students rate a professor based on their ability to teach in a 10-second period, and they found that those 10-second judgments were very accurate. On the other hand, when the students were given one minute to write down the reasons why they judged the professor, they were less accurate because your analytical mind started to interfere with your intuition. Also, research shows that you're better able to detect deception when you rely on your intuition more than your analysis. Another interesting thing about intuition is that if you're intuitive in one domain, it doesn't mean that you're intuitive in another. For example, athletes can be very intuitive when they hit the ball, when they do certain sports activities, but they may not be very intuitive in investments. Maybe they lose their money because they trust the wrong advisor. We also know that stress can reduce our intuition. When we release the hormone cortisol, we have more anxiety and we are less likely to be accurate in our intuition. Also, depression may also reduce intuition, but it increases the logical accuracy of analysis because you think more, you ponder your problems and go deeper. Also, people tend to be intuitive about other people based on what they put online, what they write in their emails, what they post. Someone who uses very angry words or even curse words, they're often verified as being erotic and low in agreeableness. Those individuals that exaggerate online are accurately judged as being more extroverted and open to experience. The best online intuitive people are females, those who are agreeable, conscientious, compassionate, and like to read fiction. They use their imagination and their intuition to accurately judge and understand people's personalities. Now, the key is that many people can develop their intuition. You can too. This is what we call the Are You an Intuitive Genius exercise. So, Reggie, my producer, I'm going to ask you some questions. I know you're a very smart guy and you're kind of intuitive. So, answer me these questions and we'll figure out how intuitive you are. Are you ready, Reggie? Yep. <laughs> okay. You're bright and early. First of all, Reggie, do you pick up on other people's emotions, your own emotions as well, in understanding how people are feeling? Um, I say so and so. 
so-and-so. So not 100%, but to a point. People who are intuitive are often able to, first of all, understand their own feelings. And they know when they're sad, when they're excited, when they're energized. And also they pick up other people's emotions. Sometimes someone can be negative and they need to protect themselves from the negative energy, what we call emotional vampires, because they can be very sensitive. Another question, Reggie, is are you able to unmask people and see the red flags? Maybe you're dating now and, and trying to meet a soulmate. Are you able to pick up those red flags in the beginning or do you not really see them? Um, I think I do. I think I picked them up. Okay, good. So that's an intuitive aspect, uh, you know, to pick up the, those little cues and clues from people, even though you don't know why, maybe that person is, appears very charming, but deep underneath, you think they may be dishonest or manipulative. You kind of sense that at the very beginning. Uh, Reggie, do you feel a special connection to nature? Do you like to go out into nature, walk around and see the trees and birds and animals? I enjoy it, but I don't feel a special connection. Okay. Well, you're being honest, Reggie. I like that. You're, you're telling us the truth. Okay. Uh, also, intuitive people are often optimistic. They look at the bright side of life. They're always looking to make connections in life and find the meaning. Do you have intuition in that sense? Are you optimistic, Reggie? That I'm not sure about. Okay, I'm going to mark you a zero on that one, Reggie. Okay. Are you open to what are, we call synchronicities or meaningful coincidences? For example, say someone drops a wallet on the floor, you may pick it up and call that person and be open to making an acquaintance, maybe a friend, maybe even a romantic partner. Are you open to those kind of meaningful coincidences, Reggie? Yeah, I would say so. Okay, good. And uh, do you build trust with other people easily? Are you empathetic to other people? Do you understand their feelings? Can you make a connection quickly? Yeah, I can do that. And Reggie, are you creative or imaginative? Creative. Okay. Reggie, you're kind of intuitive, but I think you can work on this a little bit, it sounds like. You're kind of in the middle ground, and some people have that. But the good news, Reggie, is that you can develop your intuitive genius. You can become more of this person that can come up with hunches and ideas and, and you know, spur-of-the-moment insights. The first thing we need to do to develop our, our intuitive genius is to believe you can develop it, to understand that it's like a muscle. You know, you work out at the gym, for example, four days a week. You get stronger. You can get stronger in your intuition as well. What you need to do, first of all, is develop your pillars of intuition. The first one is self-trust. It's to trust in your intuition, your gut feelings. Now, sometimes people don't do that. Like I said, they meet someone and they fall for that person very quickly without realizing that maybe there are elements that don't quite fit right, that you don't like, and eventually the person turns out to be wrong for you. But people don't listen to that. They get involved in, a, in the wrong relationship or the wrong business or the wrong career. So first of all, having trust that you can be correct in your gut feelings. Also having what we call an interconnection with your body and your mind. Many times people overthink things. They analyze and they get involved in many different justifications and they don't do what they know is right for them. What we need to get out of that is to get in what we call the zone or the flow. The great psychologist Mihaly talked about being in the flow is that unconscious state of mind where you're, for example, running, you're jogging, and there's something called the runner's high where you lose track of time. You forget about your problems. You can go out and do something in nature, gardening, writing, listening to music being with loved ones. All these physical activities can jolt your mind away from your preoccupation with self, with your self-consciousness. So you can let your mind get in tune with the intuition, with the higher source, with the higher nature that all of us can connect with to find ideas and solutions for problems. Also, there's a term called the Hara. The Hara comes from the East. The Hara is the point that's two inches below your navel that's a center of power and intuition. In the martial arts, martial artists focus on their Hara when they break a board or break or when they meditate or get into a stance because that is their center of gravity, their power. So Reggie, my producer, I want you to try this exercise with me right now and everyone else at home try it. Close your eyes, lean back where you are, take a deep breath in through your nose, out through your mouth. Reggie, I want you to find your Hara, that two inches below your navel. Let me know when you find that. I found it. Okay, I want you to imagine that there's a, a light emanating from the Hara. It's, it's shining out. Imagine it's a certain color that represents a feeling or emotion. What is the color of the light and what is the feeling, Reggie? It's white and it's 
it's a good feeling. Like it just. How would you describe the emotion? Let's say if you put it into a face, what would the face look like? Um, optimistic. Okay, good. Okay, so I want you to, to shine this out and also shine it within. Have that light also go within yourself. And Reggie, I want you to ask yourself a question, and people at home can do the same, about something that really you want to learn about. And I know you're looking to find a soulmate, and it's been a challenge for you. So ask a question related to that, whether it's how do I find her, where do I find her? Go ahead and ask that question right now. How do I keep her? Okay, how do I keep her? Okay, even better. Okay, Reggie, so I want you to ask that question right now to the Hara, to that point two inches below your navel, which is your intuition or gut feeling. And take a moment now, just let it ponder and, and circulate in your mind. How do I keep her? That's potential soulmate. And tell me what comes to your mind. Be myself. Be yourself. What does that mean, Reggie? Be honest, be authentic, and don't think so much about what she thinks or never think about who I am. Excellent. And actually, Reggie, that brings me back to another pillar of being an intuitive person is to be authentic to yourself, to be true to yourself. And I think there's tremendous power when you do that. I know you're a guy that loves uh, intellectual things and technology. People call you a geek or nerd or something like that. <laughs> but you take it in a positive way. And uh, there are many things you can do that can be very attractive. So being authentic to yourself and also being fearless. And part of the hara, what it can help you do is to tap into your courage. Because fear is one of the things that drives away your intuition, drives away your gut feeling. It keeps you away from knowing who you really are and what you really want. So focus on that fearlessness uh, when you focus on the hara. All right, Reggie, open up your eyes. How do you feel right now? Great. Okay, you're ready to go out and keep that soulmate, yeah. which I like the way you said that. So when you say keep it, so you're able to meet ladies or lady, and then you don't keep the soulmate. Well, like the past couple of dates, you know, like I met these girls and I thought they'd been great, but for whatever reason, they don't go further than that, you know? Okay, so there's a limitation. Okay, so we want to focus on that with the hara. The other thing, Reggie, that you want to do and also people at home is to test your hunches. Now, let's say you have an intuition about something. Some people like to look at the horse races. Maybe you want to put a place a bet on a horse. Or maybe you can tell a friend how you think another friend will react, how they will talk or do something. So do that and then find out, are you correct? Are you accurate? And then that will increase your confidence here in your intuition. Another thing you can do is to learn how to capture people's emotional signature. What that means is that when you meet someone, kind of feel what is the person's vibe? What is the energy? Are they an anxious person? Are they angry? Is there some hurt that's going on there? Are they a happy person? Are they joyful? Are they trustworthy? And also be aware of your energy around other people. Do you feel drained with this person? Does this person take away your energy? Or do they give you energy? Are they people that energize you and make you feel happy and content? That's very important to find out because then you can kind of know where you want to go with this person. Do you want to keep them at arm's distance, be an acquaintance, or maybe not even have any connection with them, or maybe have a deep connection based on how you feel. Something else is very important for intuitives to work on is alone time. Having time to meditate, relax, read, think, listen to music. Whatever they like to do on their own. The introverts are naturally good at this. I know Reggie, you're an introvert. A lot of people are introverts, about 45 to 50% of the population. Extroverts like to go out and socialize and meet people. So for them, it can be a little bit more of a challenge. But it's important for them as well, for extrovert people to stay home at times and to go in nature or, or a quiet place and, and go within yourself and ask yourself these questions that we're talking about. Who am I? What do I want? What do I feel in life? Another thing that's important to do in your intuition is to test it for reality. Now, intuition can be a wonderful thing. It can give you a lot of great ideas and, and help you find solutions for problems, but it can also lead you astray sometimes. Sometimes you get stuck in an idea, something that came into your head, and even though it's not good for you, healthy or productive, you stay with it. So one of the best things is to test your future intuition for reality. The way to do that is to, let's say you have a business idea and you visualize yourself in the future with that business and think of what is the one thing that can go wrong with this plan and actually visualize it. Maybe you don't have enough money, or you grow too fast, or you invested in the wrong product or the wrong service. 
or you have issues with employees. So find that one problem, imagine what it looks like, what it feels like, and then find a solution for it, a way to resolve it creatively. And then go back and write this down. And this is a way you can actually solve problems before they occur and be stronger in intuition and also test it for reality. And finally, transform negative emotions to positive emotions, whether it's regret or a sense of futility. Maybe you failed many times in finding the right relationship or the right career or business, or you're stuck in a bad habit or even an addiction. But you can say, I'm going to change that. I'm going to develop optimism, positivity. I'm going to use my intuition. I'm going to follow it. I'm going to follow my gut to accomplish what I want to do, to reach the highest dreams of my life and to help other people and to love others. At the bottom line, intuition is part of love because when you trust yourself, when you believe in yourself, you're loving yourself. And then you can express that to other people, maybe through contributions that you make in your work, in your personal life, through friendships, through creation of a family, through being a good person. And then connection with the higher nature, loving that higher source where the intuition may come from, whether you call it God or spirit or energy, whatever it is that you believe in, that higher source is what's bringing you this intuition, these ideas, this creativity. And you don't have to be a great scientist or even artist or writer to be creative. You can be creative in the way you raise your children, the way you relate to your spouse, the way you're a friend, participate in religious humanitarian organizations. On an everyday basis, you can do different things. Go to work a different way. Cook different meals. Try new restaurants, new experiences. Expand yourself both intuitively, creatively, and spiritually. So Love University students, my advice to you is to go out this week and be more intuitive. Follow your gut hunches, your feelings. Talk to people, see if you can get inside their souls and their emotions and understand what they're feeling so you can maybe predict certain things they may say or do. And also follow your own intuition, which is what you want to do in life. What is your life meaning, your purpose, whether your relationships, careers, your finances. Keep a journal, write things down, whether it's your dreams, your ideas. Many times dreams can tell us great things and amazing things. Some people have even prophetic dreams, things that later come out to be true. So start to look at your subconscious mind, your unconscious, part of you that you're not aware of, that contains all these symbols and mysteries and knowledge and wisdom that you can apply in a daily basis. Until next time, Love University students, if you want to reach us, you can reach us at 310-226-8090, loveuniversitylove at gmail.com, visit us at loveuniversity.love. You can also follow us on Facebook at Love University Podcast. Like us on Twitter and Instagram at Love Letter U Podcast. Subscribe to us on Podbean, Spotify, SoundCloud, and iTunes. Until next time, this is Dr. Alex Avila. So have an intuitive, genius week. Improve yourself, love yourself, and love others. Put away your notebooks, your iPads, your phones. This is Dr. Avila, Love University. Mm -hmm.